It's the Matt Collins Show. It's the Matt Collins Show. Well, hello, and welcome to episode four of the Matt Collins Show. It's our first lost numbered episode, uh, and of course. As you know, I'm sure you know that the lost numbers are 4, 8, 15, 16, 23, and 42. You add them all up, it's 108. Uh, 108, a minute and eight seconds, is the length of the Matt Collick Show theme song. Obviously shorter today. I'm talking over what would be uh, the tail end of the theme song. <laughs> Today's guest, friends, is the wonderful, amazing, and talented Enchanting Kira Holt. She is another local singer-songwriter here in Albuquerque. Um, different, again, than the other guests I've had on different from me, certainly different from Melissa Rios, different from Jason and Melissa of, of uh, Mary Dean. Um, Kira is, she just embodies music. She came from a musical family. She got hit on both sides from both parents in different ways with music. And she just, um, she's, she's got the music in her. And she's got this whole kind of cool vibe about her that's completely synergistic. Everything she does kind of fits with everything else that she does. Um, and she's a super cool human being to boot. Kira is just now starting to put her recorded music out into the world. She's been performing um, around Albuquerque and stuff uh, for quite some time. She is definitely an established performer on the scene here, but she is just now uh, recording and, and releasing music, which is very exciting. She's got an acoustic EP, just a handful of songs coming out soon that will be available wherever you get music. Uh, today on the podcast, I'm lucky enough to have uh, two of the songs from Kira's debut release. Before uh, we get into the interview itself, I'm going to play the song Turn It Off. And then after the interview concludes, uh, you're going to get to hear her song Yellow Skies. Uh, one of the things I asked about, uh, you'll hear it right away. So not really a spoiler, but ask Kira as I ask, uh, as I plan to ask all my guests, what have you been noticing lately? Uh, she said she's been noticing the color yellow. So uh, one of her songs is also called Gold Flakes, which uh, is sort of yellow adjacent, right? Uh, but that, that was really really interesting. There was uh, some uh, definitely notable yellow splashes in the room that day when we recorded. Uh, my, my phone is yellow. There's And yeah, she's right. There is a lot of yellow around, isn't there? That is a, a color that's coming up. So um, we're going to hear, as I said, turn it off uh, before the interview and then yellow skies after the interview. These are these are classic Kira Holt songs that um, it's only a matter of time before you, you know and love these songs as much as we do here in Albuquerque. Uh, uh, let's see. So yeah, Kira Holt is on the episode today. You, you can uh, look forward to that. I'm dropping this episode at the same time as I'm dropping the Melissa Rios interview episode. So if you haven't checked that one out already, please do. Uh, Melissa is another outstanding Albuquerque singer-songwriter. Uh, episodes one and two are, of course, also available. If you are just joining us to listen to this interview, uh, why not check out episode one where uh, you can learn more about me, what I'm all about, what my story is, how I got to Albuquerque and why I decided to start a music career again in my mid-40s. Uh, so <laughs> that's what that's all about. Episode two features the aforementioned Jason and Melissa Kadinger of the duo Mary Dean. They're friends of mine and they're awesome people. You should check out their episode. They escaped a cult. So tune into that episode to hear that story. 
All right. What's been going on? I'm recording this again on Wednesday, April 15th, 2020, deep, deep into coronavirus season. Uh, shit is getting realer and realer. Um, Let's see. It's the same day as I recorded the uh, the podcast, uh, the uh, rather the Melissa Rios interview. So I may say some things that are redundant. Uh, not a whole lot has changed. That's for sure. Uh, what didn't I say? Um, oh yeah, Kira today. Uh, Kira and I in our conversation today, we do talk a little bit. This is the first episode of the Matt Collick Show to really get into the the mystical psychedelic zone at all in, in any. Uh, deeper way. So, um, that, that's kind of cool. Um, that's definitely going to be a thing that happens in future episodes of the show. Um, just didn't emerge in the, in the conversations I had, uh, prior to this one and certainly emerged in the conversation I had with myself in episode one, uh, lately with springtime around here, it's just been gorgeous. Uh, every, the, the trees are getting green. The skies are getting bluer. Um, the weather's getting warmer. Um, and I've been microdosing, and so I'm just feeling kind of a, a little bit extra psychedelic these days. And not, not to mention the fact that this whole coronavirus reality that we're living in now is, boy, it is sure psychedelic. It is really psychedelic. It is uh, revealing the connections we all have with one another like nothing else any of us has experienced. So that that's pretty cool. So that plus microdosing plus spring in New Mexico, plus the usual amount of cannabis, plus uh, just working on music and podcasts all the time. It's a, it's a pretty psychedelic scene around here. Uh, what else is going on? I'm, I'm wearing the blue jumpsuit. I cycle between two <laughs> different Dickies uh, coveralls. Uh, I'm wearing the blue one today. I'll probably uh, be wearing the gray one tomorrow. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, what else is going on? What else is going on? Uh, let's see. In the uh, in the first episode, speaking of uh, drugs and such, mm, drugs, I, uh, I failed to mention another reason why prohibition needs to end is that uh, this 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 may be obvious, but the it disproportionately affects black and brown people. Me, I'm a white guy. I get to like do drugs without any consequences. That's not true for other people. Um, and that's not cool. It shouldn't be that way. Uh, like the one time in my life I was I was arrested, I was taken into custody. Uh, I had pieces on me. I had cannabis on me. And, and the police officer said, you know, we're not going to do anything with this. You've been through enough and this can ruin your life. Like, what the fuck? I mean, I, I thank you. But also that can ruin. No, no, you are ruining my life right now. And also, I doubt you would have done this if I uh, had a different skin tone. So, so, so many ugly worms that uh, get, uh, crawl around when you open up that can. So, uh, again, uh, just another reason why prohibition is really, really the dumbest thing. The war on drugs is really, really the dumbest thing. Ah, uh, what else? What else is going on here? Uh, spicy foods. Uh, I, I had a note to talk about spicy foods because I, I eat this breakfast every day. I had it again today. I call it the Matito. It's uh, been influenced heavily by uh, my partner, Annie. It would not be possible. It's really her breakfast that I have adapted and mutated over and over and over again. Uh, we start with some uh, bacon and we get some sweet potatoes and regular potatoes going. Uh, some jalapeno. That's the most recent addition to the whole whole thing. Some uh, minced garlic, some 
Brussels sprouts and some kale uh, and uh, cauliflower rice. And I just chop up the cauliflower as, until I'm sick of chopping it. Uh, that all goes goes together. We put a couple of fried eggs on top, uh, uh, salt and pepper. Paprika really is the key to making it all happen properly. Paprika, uh, the smoked paprika from Trader Joe's is what we use. Um, then we top it with two fried eggs. And it's, my God, I, I literally eat it like, well, almost every day. I could eat it and be completely satisfied every day with it. So that's what I had today for breakfast. And, uh, well, not going to have that tomorrow because we're out of some of things, some of the things. So, uh, what kind of breakfasts have you been having? Uh, spicy food, spicy food. I didn't eat spicy food before I knew moved to New Mexico. I was well into my thirties before I was able to tolerate. And now I love spicy foods. That's another thing about me. That's kind of interesting. Uh, what else we got? What else we got? Okay. Let's, let's transition into, uh, to, into business and then we'll set up the song and the interview. Um, guys, my name is Matt Colick. I hope you're enjoying this podcast. Uh, if you want to support me, please visit my website, which is mattcolick.com, M-A-T-T-K-O-L-L-O-C-K. Com. If you want to support me on a subscription basis, uh, and this is this is super important uh, for for the podcast because this is uh, it is it is not an inexpensive endeavor to to get this thing uh, rolling along. Um, if you really want to love the podcast and you want to support me, that would be amazing. Uh, your listenership really is enough. But if you feel compelled to take it to another level, support me on Patreon uh, for as little as one dollar a month. That's Patreon.com/slash Matt Colick. Uh, patrons at uh, I want to talk about the $5 level. That's where you can get exclusive podcast content that you won't be able to hear anywhere else. Uh, the interview with Kira Holt, for example, that you're about to hear, uh, has been up on my Patreon for about a week now, and people have been listening to it there uh, at the $5 level. So if you want to get in on some exclusive stuff like that, early access to interviews and, and things of that nature, uh, support me on Patreon. I sure would appreci- appreciate it. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, social media. Yeah, follow me on, on all that. Check out the other podcasts. Uh, check out the blog. I just released uh, Songs from Quarantine number four. I've been doing this Songs from Quarantine Spotify playlist every week where I kind of pick out the highlights of what I've been listening to that last week and compile them into a playlist for your enjoyment. Uh, the one I just released uh, today, in fact, contains my single the theme from the Matt Collick show, this podcast. So check that out. Follow me on Spotify, uh, rate and review on Apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and, and do all that stuff. Okay. Let's get into this song. Um, turn it off by Kira Holt. Um, this is from her debut release, uh, which will be available soon on all the, like I just started distributing my music and it's starting to pop up places. She's doing the same thing. So by the time you hear this, it may be available, but this is an exclusive for the Matt Collick show. I'm pretty proud of that. Uh, we've got two exclusive songs from the upcoming Kira Holt acoustic solo release. Um, we're going to start with turn it off and then that's followed by yellow skies. So, um, we're going to play her song. Uh, we're going to get into the interview. Um, this interview is really cool. We, we, we relate on, on so many different, different things. Uh, the whole kind of being sort of introverted, but also being a performer that's, that's becoming sort of a common theme in this podcast. Um, the idea of playing with other people and, you know, some people just get it. Other people don't. Uh, this is another one where we, I could have kept the mics on and the tape rolling long after uh, we got done with the interview because we just 
kept chit-chatting. So um, I'll be sure to have Kira back on the program once her her music is out and we can talk about how that's going, how she's been handling coronavirus. Uh, You're going to love this interview. Uh, Please follow Kira on Instagram. That's the best place to uh, keep up to date on what Kira's up to. She is Kira A. Holt. That's K-I-R-A-A. H-O-L-T on Instagram. Um, that's really the best place to, to find out where what she's up to. Uh, keep searching for her on your streaming platforms. Uh, her music will be out anytime now. Um, but for now, you can listen to uh, this, my exclusive sneak peek at Kira's new release, her new solo acoustic EP. Uh, this is a song called Turn It Off. I hope you dig it. Please enjoy the interview, guys. Thanks.
cool. Right. I think we're good with levels. Um, I said I didn't have any prepared questions, but there is one I like to ask guests. Okay. Um, what have you been noticing lately? Um, and as an example, for me, lately I've been noticing, um, and it could be anything, but lately I've been noticing cars are now, I've been seeing more cars with like a glossy finish than oh. a, like a sparkly huh. finish. It's just something I've been noticing. I've also been noticing... Um, myself procrastinating more. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I these, these are just some that one. things I've been noticing in my life. Anything <laughs> like that in your life you've been noticing lately? I've been noticing um, the color yellow oh. a lot more than usual. Interesting. It's popping out. There's a lot of yellow in here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. Um, I've been noticing how people's moods are kind of slowly starting to change Yeah. with the weather. <laughs> mm. I can tell that for sure. Yeah. A lot less... Um, Hostility, I guess, ah. <laughs> kind of slowly. Yeah. And then, um, let's see, what else have I been noticing? I'm noticing that I'm trying harder. You're trying harder. <laughs> That's good. So um, you're noticing like more effort? Yeah, or at least the want to try harder okay. a little bit more than usual. Procrastination's still there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Isn't it always? Yeah, yeah. Just that feeling of like general resistance yeah. that's always there. It's yeah. really just me that's fighting me. <laughs> yes, yes. Get over that. Yeah, but. yeah. So when you're noticing you're trying harder, is there any, are there any particular areas? I just definitely want to, I've been writing more, so yeah. that's really good. Um, and just trying harder to get my album out yeah <laughs> finally yeah. Oh, it's man. pretty much ready you know it's just at that stage where it's like almost there but it's never yeah. gonna be perfect and i need to just let it go yeah yeah but oh man it's such a tough process yeah, <laughs> it's like it is is this um and i, I want to dive into this a little bit the recording like where, where you went elsewhere to record over the summer yeah, or something? I, went, I was in okay. seattle okay so one of my bandmates um when we when we do have a group He's mm -hmm. a guitarist, another vocalist, and he was out in Seattle for a few months for work. Okay. And I really want, I wanted it to, re I wanted to record with him I because see. he hears the music the way I hear my music, mm -hmm. which is hard to find, you yeah. know, and he had all of the equipment and everything I needed. And also I just really needed to go somewhere else. I think it was yeah. a mindset thing yeah. to kind of separate myself from myself and kind of put myself in an uncomfortable position right. so that I'd be more inclined to be creative mm -hmm. and like okay. focus on just that instead of being like all of the other environmental things that yeah. come into wanting to interfere with your life. Oh, right. All but, the day-to-day -day life yeah. stuff, the errands you have to run mm -hmm. and all that shit. But if yeah. you're in a new place and you're there to do one thing, mm -hmm. you're more likely to get it done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I was there for a couple of weeks and that was cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, and what is uh, your bandmate's name? His name's Josh Mays. Josh He's Mays, also okay. A musician okay. They cool. have a um, their band is Scarless. They have a Scarless. Okay. Band that they've been. They're really good. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah. I remember when we first met Kira, and we, I, that was one of the things we related on is like working with other people yeah. and just how difficult it is to it can vibe. Be, and, for sure. So yeah. when I find my select people that I like to work with, it's it works. Yeah. yeah. And I, I really like that, but it's not very common. Yeah. yeah. The mindset really, because I it's my passion mm -hmm. it's but it's like water for yeah. me you know yeah. so um for other people it's just like a soda yeah that's wild that's <laughs> the a music great way is water it. and hydration's important <laughs> oh my god i say that like five times a day <laughs> that'll probably be on my gravestone yeah hydration is important <laughs> 
But um, yeah, that, that's amazing. Especially like you, you're such like you have a vision clearly about what you want and what mm-hmm. you're going for and what that should look like and sound like. And when people just fail to get that, it's like so frustrating. I have no right? patience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I actually have a song kind of about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So let's uh, let's go back a little bit. Where where are you from? We're living in we're here in Albuquerque, New Mexico now. Listeners may be scattered all throughout the globe. Yeah. They may be listening to this like a hundred years from now. That, too. That's an interesting thing to think yeah. about. So anyway, we're we're both in Albuquerque. I'm not from here, but here I am. And are you from Albuquerque originally? Are you a New Mexico native? I came from Tome, so it's oh, okay. it's a little ways away from Albuquerque, about 45 minutes. Ah. Small town, kind of like Las Lunas, okay. but a little bit further. More more cultural, beautiful place for yeah, sure. Yeah. Is is that north of here? Yep. Okay. Okay. I don't think I've ever been I up there. I think north. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, Somewhere 45 minutes away from yeah. Albuquerque or thereabouts. Okay. Yeah. Tome. Okay. And so what What was that like growing up there? Very small. Yeah. Very, um, my high school was all the way out in the middle of nowhere. It's like a good uh, 10 minute drive up this long hill and there's yeah. nothing around for, you know, miles. Like the closest oh. gas station was probably 10, 15 minutes away. Wow. Wow. <laughs> or like, I mean, or grocery store or anything, you know, you have to kind of drive out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. But it's close to Las Lunas, which had all of the other things, but. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. I liked it. Pretty boring. We just had the movie theater. Yeah. That's <laughs> Walmart. something. Yeah. Yeah. That's something. <laughs> Chili's. Yeah, you know? yeah. Every holiday, Christmas, birthday, it's like Chili's or Mexican restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you okay. get your choice. <laughs> Huh. And so what what attracted you to Albuquerque, just like the bigger city, more yeah. opportunities, stuff um, like that? I've been here for like six, six-ish, six or seven okay. years. And I went, I wanted to go to school out here, so I thought it'd be easier to live here. And it's okay. more, you know, busy. <laughs> you yeah, actually yeah. do more things and yeah. more opportunities. Yeah, there's actually stuff happening. It's actually a city <laughs> instead <laughs> right, of, is. you know. I mean, that's... Annie... My, my partner lived in New York City for like eight years, and so she has some ideas about what is and what is not a city. And so yeah. <laughs> Albuquerque doesn't always live up I'm to sure. that, but regardless, like, it's 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 kind of its own world. But mm-hmm. yeah, coming like from a more rural spot, like yeah. Albuquerque is definitely the place to be if definitely. you're in New Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you moved here like after high school to, yeah. to come to college? Okay. Yeah, and I was in college for just for a couple, yeah. two or three years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just didn't take. <laughs> you know, yeah. when you're, when music's your thing, yeah. it's hard. I took all of the music classes, like mm. guitar, voice, yeah. all of the, like, theater, everything that was semi-interesting. Yeah. And it just didn't really stick. Right, right. Maybe I'll go back eventually. Yeah. When yeah. I, you know, feel like I want to. But. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you learn, Is did anything kind of stick with you from those days? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, learning the more classical approach mm. for like guitar and voice mm. and the more um, structured approach mm. instead of just right brain, you know? Sure, sure. That helped a lot, actually. I really enjoyed that. Um, taught me more. Okay. Do you mean like um, just in terms of like song structures yeah. or what are some examples of the like more, more music theory okay. as opposed to just, you know, creative writing and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Okay. And you grew up, do you come from a musical family? Definitely. Yeah. yeah I'm blessed to say that. My dad mm. was in radio. Mm. Um, my mom's a music teacher. Okay. My grandma, they had a band growing up, my mom and grandma. Really? You know, they're that's all, it's, it comes, every family gathering, there's a guitar and there's someone playing it. So that's I cool. I love that. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, okay. And I know um, the guitar you play now, you're, are you still playing that oh, Ibanez? I'm trying to eventually buy a new one because yeah. she's old, you know. Yeah, it was yeah. my mom's guitar and she gave it to me when I was about 14, 14 or 15. Okay. It's a 70, I think 78 wow. <laughs> Ibanez. I wow. know, she's beautiful. But I don't want to wear her out too much. Yeah, you know? yeah. So. Yeah, it's a gorgeous guitar. It sounds it great. I it looks her. cool with you holding it on stage <laughs> and all you. that shit. Yeah, she's yeah. my pride and joy. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that though. Maybe it's time to just like save yeah, it for retire. the studio. And, yeah, and yeah. just keep it for me instead yeah. of everyone else. Cool. <laughs> so uh, growing up with, with music, when, when did you first kind of discover your own creative talents and your own sort of approach and vision yeah. for, for music and art? Well, it started early. I definitely always kind of knew when I was two years old, like yeah. pulling out all the pots and pans, <laughs> yeah. playing the drums. I'm sure my mom hated that, but she let me do it anyways, <laughs> yeah. you know? So really young. And then I'd always play the piano to the radio, like just kind of always. But then I really got into it when I was a little bit older. Mm -hmm. I played in the talent show in like third grade. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was very shy. Aww. Very, very shy kid. I didn't even like talk or at yeah. restaurants. I didn't have I didn't order <laughs> myself, you know. Oh man. But I sang uh, Rock and Robin <laughs> in the third grade talent show. Yeah, yeah. That was the first performance that I ever had, but Huh. I kind of always knew, you know, it's just one of those things. Yeah, yeah. It's just inside of you. Yeah, I'm blessed yeah. to say that because it was kind of just always there. Yeah. I didn't yeah. have to choose what I wanted to do. It kind of chose me. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's awesome. And to like, like I, I my background is sort of similar. Like I kind of always knew I was into music yeah. and that's sort of what I should be doing. But my family isn't quite as musical mm. in my immediate family. It's and a little so, harder to get into. Yeah, I got a lot of advice growing up saying, no, you take care of your oh, business, yeah. you save money, you get a nice job, and, and then then you can work on music. As a hobby. Right, right. <laughs> and like... so now I'm like 43 <laughs> years old and realizing, man, all this work I'm doing now I could have done in my 20s. Yeah. And like maybe <laughs> I would have done something with it, but you know, whatever. Everyone's on their own. Yeah, yeah. I'm just glad to be here and like I get to play music and write songs. That's and, a blessing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. So what is um, what was the the first song you wrote? Can you remember that? You know, the first time you created something of your it's own? It's funny you ask. I was actually just talking about that last night. Oh, yeah. I was looking at the moon mm. and I remembered that the first song that I wrote was about the moon. And I was probably mm. like five or six. And I didn't know it was a song. <laughs> you know, I was just like blown away by the beauty of the moon as you know as always yeah and i think i don't even remember what the words were but i know it was probably from a six six-year-old it wasn't probably very I yeah don't know. <laughs> who knows but it's not one you're likely to pull out for <laughs> yeah. one maybe maybe i'll okay. revamp it mm -hmm. if i can ever remember any of the words right i mean the moon is an awesome subject for it a is. song <laughs> yeah like i'm yeah. very drawn to it for yeah, sure yeah Maybe I'll write one today. <laughs> yeah, you probably should. You probably should. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, songwriting. One of the things I, I appreciate about your approach to music is, like, you, you write songs, but you're also, like, one of the most innovative, like, mashup artists I've heard. <laughs> I do love to do that. <laughs> you are really good at it. Thank it's you. like um, in like combinations of things, like, that are really inspired, I think. For mm -hmm. example, um, I think you do, like, a mashup of uh, Survivor by Destiny's Child oh, with yeah. Sex and Candy by oh, Mercy yep. Playground. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, that's just, that's just one. What are some of the other ones you do, and how did you, like, develop that that style and that You know, approach. I don't really know how it happened. I think it's mostly because 
I hear a song and I hear a lot of other songs within them. Uh, so I'm like, that would be cool too. Mm-hmm. And usually I like to do it if the themes kind of go together somehow yeah. or if they contradict each other somehow. So they actually work together. Right. But it's really just because I hear songs and other songs mm-hmm. and I like to, you know, respect both of them and put them together. <laughs> right, right. But yeah. I do kind of like um, like mixing Red Hot Chili Peppers and Shakira and yeah, <laughs> stuff yeah. like that. Uh, just anything that I like to keep people on their toes, you know. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like jamming to one song, and they're like, "Wait a second. Right, right. <laughs> what is this? Yeah, yeah. And it's it, like the the way it comes across. Like sometimes, uh, like you're in the middle of a song, it's it's grooving, and then like it's such a surprise, it's almost shocking to you. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh wow, that that chord progression is the same as yeah. this other song she's singing now. Holy and shit. if it's not, you can make it. <laughs> right, right. Totally, totally. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. Keeps people interested. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's such a cool talent to be able <laughs> to do you. that. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. And it also extends the length of your set list. That's right. <laughs> by a lot without having to stop a song. Right, right. God, that's so, so that smart. helps a lot. <laughs> Just keep them going. Right, right. Mm-hmm. How um how long have you actually like been performing? Let's see. Well, probably probably 6 or 7 years. Okay. Probably about 6. Um, actively, you know, mm-hmm. probably like six, five or six. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's like four answers in one, but you know, it's hard to remember. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, there isn't always like a, a like a solid starting yeah. point. You kind of blend it into yeah, your life. Yeah, because I kind of started in Los Lunas a little okay. bit, like the Luna Mansion. I played there a few times, and okay. then I decided to actually like start making it like a money maker, you know, right, as well right. as because I wanted to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, what instruments do you play? I know you play guitar and ukulele. Is yeah. that, those are the main ones? I mainly perform with guitar and ukulele. I was yeah. in band in school, so I played the flute. I was very into that. And then piccolo, of course, just mm-hmm. a mini flute. Yeah. Um, and then I play mandolin. Uh, not well, but yeah. I, I do have one and I love it. And um, piano. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's it. And voice. voice. Voice is an instrument. Yes, it certainly is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you find uh, with your singing voice, because singing is like, this last year, one of my main goals was to improve my singing voice and to actually sing properly instead of like having my throat hurt mm-hmm. constantly. Mm-hmm. So uh, do you find that singing comes naturally to you or is that something you had to kind of learn technique for? What, what, is, yeah. what is your journey with singing? You know, I kind of always just liked to do it yeah. um, by myself. Of course, I would never, like, I never wanted to be a performer. No one ever <laughs> expected that. But mm. my mom would do a voice lessons in the house. Yeah. And of course, she wanted me to do them, but I would, you know, stubborn. I don't want my mom to teach me. So yeah. I would like listen to her teaching students from my bedroom mm. and kind of listen to what she was saying and use okay. it, you know. Um, but then you just, I started to develop my own style with mm. different things that I was listening to. And yeah. then it just kind of came about. But mm. I see. <laughs> I've always loved it. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's what I found. Like, it, it, singing shouldn't be difficult. It should be, like, enjoyable. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, it is such an amazing feeling. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. Like, that's one of the ways I know I'm doing it right is when it's like, oh, this is, like, effortless. Yeah, and it <laughs> feels know? good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It uh, comes from somewhere else. Right, right. Yeah, it's like the whole channeling thing yeah. is, is happening. Like when I find myself straining or like my neck's getting tightened up or my shoulders, mm-hmm. it's like, no, 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 stop. Relax. Yeah. Let the thing flow through you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can always tell when I 
hear a song and I'm like, oh, that'd be a cool cover. That'd be a cool mm. thing to add in a mashup. And I start to do it and it just does not sound the way it's supposed to. It doesn't feel yeah. right. And then I'm like, dang it, I really wanted to do that, but it's not, it's not right. It's not meant to be. Mm. So it really depends. I kind of just have to try it and see yeah, if it yeah. works. <laughs> that's, that's also, I think, an impressive skill is that internal editor to, yeah. to say, It's a no. feeling. It's really all like a feeling. Yeah. Because that's, God, that's so hard to do as a musician sometimes for me personally is like, knowing what ideas are not going to work mm -hmm. like oh i wanted to do that so badly yeah and then, like to... letting it go is hard yeah, especially so when you really wanted it to work mm -hmm. but you can't force yeah yeah can't force it totally totally <laughs> huh okay so um growing up with music you arrive in albuquerque when um you've recorded an album you have like an album's worth of songs you'd say how I'd many songs did you record I only recorded the like four. Okay, okay. But you know, it's hard because I really like to perfect those four. Yeah, okay. But I have, I could record all of them, but I like to make sure that they're all done well. And also the themes of the songs, you know, it's like, it's almost like interior design yeah. in my head. Ah. They have to work together um, and it has to be kind of like cohesive. Yeah. So maybe I'll have several EPs, who knows? Right, right. <laughs> Just separate, like, four-song albums. Yeah. I think that's, like, these days, there's, like, all the rules about that shit have gone out the window. I like so, that. Like, you might you as well just do whatever just, you want. Yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Yeah. We're a lot more free. Right. And that way you get to, like, release music more often and keep people more engaged, mm -hmm. I think. And, like, yeah, and that's probably, that might be, like the better way for right. you to present your music. Instead of just a whole album, like smack it and then right, people are right. like, mm, it's a lot to take in. Yeah. Okay. So what, what was the process like of like selecting the material where you were looking at it? You, you mentioned like interior design. So you're like, yeah. what songs kind of go with each other and are kind of conducive to the same vibe? Mm -hmm. Like, was that a difficult process or did it's you kind, kind of have of, an idea? It, they all kind of choose each other almost. Yeah. It's kind of more mindset of where mm -hmm. I am mentally in the moment mm -hmm. or what stage I am in my life. Some songs just, um, they come back to you when they're supposed to almost. Yeah kind of just natural flowing and I just roll with it yeah <laughs> it's not really like a, a choice process kind of choosing they choose each other yeah okay did you go in knowing concretely what what songs you wanted to do yeah or? I kind okay. of had an idea but they changed I had oh, yeah. um, a set plan and you know plans don't usually work for me I mm -hmm. guess because <laughs> mm -hmm. it always just does what it wants to but yeah so I just let it Okay, so there was some, like, stuff happening in the studio creatively. And, yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. And then I'm like, you know what? I don't want to do that song anymore. I want to do this song. I'm like, okay, let's just do that. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. That, and it's, it's cool to be able to, like, follow that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just and, listen and to it. not deny it. It's almost like the music talks to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, I just listen to it. Yeah. It's really in charge. I'm not in charge. Right. So the, the creative process, like... Like we've talked a little bit about like like getting out of the way of it and channeling and like just letting the songs choose themselves. Is that kind of the the vibe with you when you're creating something is to just kind of like let it, let it flow? Happen. Yeah. 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 You definitely have to be more in balance. So I notice mm -hmm. when I'm not really in balance mentally, emotionally, that it's harder to pick out those things and like actually follow what it's saying. But yeah. I do, I think having more structure with it would probably help <laughs> a lot, you know, yeah, so I'm yeah. working on that, but. Do you kind of find yourself just waiting for ins inspiration to strike or do you have times where it's like, I'm going to sit down and try to write something? I try to, and yeah. I realize how productive I would be if I was more like that, yeah. instead of just all like floating around, you know, mm -hmm. if I, cause I've been trying to create more of a basis and like make 
time to write. And, yeah. But most of the time it's just because I get this overwhelming sense and I know the feeling now is because I need to write. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's just listening to that, you know. Mm. But I'd love to have more structure. It would help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot. It's so it's so hard to do. <laughs> Especially when life is so busy, you know, because yeah. then, then I end up not playing guitar for like a few days mm. and then I'm like, why do I feel... Like yes. this. I'm like, why do I feel so overwhelmed? Well, of course, because oh I didn't God. go to therapy. Mm-hmm. My guitar therapy. <laughs> <laughs> my God, I'm relating so hard yeah. to this right now. That's so if exactly I force myself happens. to do it, because I'm like, I'm tired. I worked mm-hmm. all day. I don't want to write right now. I don't feel like. Well, yeah. if you just do it, I set a time every day. Because you have a time to go mm-hmm. to work. You have a schedule at work. Why? It's it is. Right. Something that needs more structure. Right. And you may not always be like inspired to groom. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'm not, but I have to pay my bills. <laughs> right, right. And I have to drink water. Yes. You know it's what so I mean? It's important so. to stay hydrated. <laughs> <laughs> so music is hydration. So yeah. if I set aside time to do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. like, like there's definitely something to be said for like inspiration and like those times when you just get hit with that spark and like a song flows mm-hmm. out of you in 10 minutes. That's great. Those, you know? I wish I could always be like that, but it's definitely not. Yeah. Yeah. And then there are times like songs of mine where it's like, I just had to sit down at the desk and like work shit out, yeah. you know, like mm-hmm. solve problems. <laughs> and it's like those songs at, at the end of the day, I don't think they're like, you can tell the difference between them. Like yeah. I, I feel, I feel proud of them all, but it's yeah. like, it's interesting how they all like, come from a different place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so and sometimes you really do just have to sit down and like, force force it out yeah. of yourself yeah yeah if it feels right but i know that creating schedules for things helps in all areas of your yeah, life so yeah i would be a lot more productive if i just did that so mm-hmm. i'm working i'm really working on that right yeah. now i'm still like trying to integrate the calendar into my life yeah and, like, that's the calendars yeah. That's a topic. I cannot do calendar. I try. Yeah. I really try. Listeners, right now, uh, Kira Holt is sitting in front of a giant 2020 <laughs> yearly calendar I that am. my partner has on the wall. How symbolic. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, Annie is, is a person who's like, she's different from like people like you and me. She's all about the calendar, all about the that spreadsheets. Helps. Like, that's part of the reason we make such a good partnership. Yeah. Because she supplies Balance. that half. And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And like, we meet in the middle in so that's many perfect. ways. But that's perfect. Yeah. And so being with her has definitely helped me with like that kind of like scheduling calendar, yeah. like prioritizing. It's much more stuff. beneficial <sighs> for everyone. Yeah. I really, I've always tried. Maybe someday I'll be better at it. Yeah. I think it's, what I found is it's more about like just making the effort than it is about like actually sticking to the calendar. Yeah, that's true. It's like I, this week, for example, I've been like, I had a lot of stuff scheduled out on the calendar and like, okay, I can do this. And it's all gone to shit, of course, like it always <laughs> does. But I feel like I've gotten more done doing that than I would have if I hadn't attempted the calendar yeah. in the first place. You know what I that mean? That makes sense. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's so weird being an artist and a musician. Yeah, it's really trying to always find the balance between left and right brain. Yes, totally. And I got totally. a good uh, mix of both of those for yeah. sure. <laughs> so you mentioned like staying balanced as a way to keep yourself in a good spot creatively. What are some of the practices and tools you have for staying balanced? Um, definitely making music, writing. Mm-hmm. It's really important. For me to stay balanced. Also, uh, listening like, to myself. Just keeping steady. Yeah, keeping the keeping a consistent, yeah. obviously, sleep schedule, <laughs> which is not easy, you no. know. Um, art. I like to just do anything that's creative. If I'm not doing anything creative, yeah, um, I get this overwhelming like anxiety that I just can't 
handle. I'm just like, I need to do something with my hands. I need to draw, write something. I need to create something. No matter what it is, I need to create. And that really keeps me balanced. Yeah, yeah. So creation, sleep, like exercise. Mm -hmm. Do you have an exercise routine? I mean, right now, you know, I'm kind of slacking a little bit. (laughs) We all. (laughs) It's hard to keep up with. It does keep me balanced, though, emotionally. For sure. So I should, uh, yoga, you know, helps a lot. I really like that. But I don't do it consistently enough anymore. But it does help. Yeah, yeah. It does help. Yeah, all that stuff is is actually really important, I've learned. (laughs) Yeah, exactly, (laughs) right? Yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah, getting enough sleep, staying hydrated, like eating properly, like, yeah. like trying to play music and like channel the divine is yeah. so hard when you're like, your belly is full of Cheetos. And exactly. Beer. You're yeah. a vessel. There's that, <laughs> right. Those are blockages. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who are, um, who are some of your influences you would say musically, like, and, and like going back through the years, like who, who really inspired you when you were young and like, who's inspiring you now? Uh, it's always so broad you know I I gain inspiration from so many different artists and beautiful amazing musicians Mm -hmm. but I'd say definitely my my mom and my grandma they've always inspired me a lot Um, when I was younger I really enjoyed listening to Mumford and Sons Mm. I'm not as into the genre anymore I still love them but their lyrical process and just everything that they are was very inspirational for me growing up um and then, of course, my dad always loved music. He was he made sure we were very cultured on that. So, mm-hmm. like, The Doors and, mm-hmm. you know, all of those. Right, right. Amazing. Your dad, you said, was in radio? Mm-hmm. Okay, was he a disc jockey or yeah. program director or disc something? Disc jockey. Disc jockey, okay. His name was Captain Mozo. <laughs> all right. <laughs> cool, cool. Did he do, like, the morning drive or something? What, what was his... I'm his... not even sure. Oh, okay. It's hard to say. Um, he kind of just... He was very well known. I know yeah. that much. Okay. And I have a few old tapes. Oh yeah. That I, you know, who knows what he's talking about, mm. but it's fun and interesting to listen yeah. to. <laughs> so he was like hip to music oh, yeah. and like turned you on to stuff. He that loved, you and Queen, Queen, he's oh, a very big fan. Huh. So he made sure that we were, you know, cultured in all of yeah, the musical. Yeah. <laughs> so for somebody who grew up in the era when you grew up, you probably have different uh, influences than many of the people. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. They had a, definitely made sure we had a good backing. Yeah, yeah. Of some sort, which is really important in yeah. parenting, I think. Yeah, yeah. Give us choices of things to listen to. Right, right. Which is cool. Yeah, especially if you're kind of growing up in a more rural area and like you don't have quite as much exposure to yeah. like different stuff. It's mm-hmm. it's cool to have those those portals open for yeah, stuff for to sure. enter your life. My mom would always play, you know, like Garth Brooks, those kind of oh, yeah. stuff like that. My dad, when we'd go to his house, was more he'd be like, "All right, let's get you that <laughs> rock and roll." Yeah, yeah, that's good. Cool. What um what have you been listening to these days? Like, who are some of the artists that you you've really been listening to let's see. a lot? Right now, who am I listening to? I really float back and forth between kind of, depending on the mood, um, been liking a few different kind of heavy metal bands. Oh, yeah? Surprisingly. They really, they get me going, you know? Yeah, yeah. What are are some examples of the metal bands? Right now, I'm really liking um, this band Fire from the Gods. Okay. They're very, I just like what they sing about, Mm -hmm. what they talk about. But not always the mood, you know, sometimes, because I yeah. listen to a lot of, like, more soul R&B music, mm-hmm. too, as well. Some pop, got some pop in there, just mm-hmm. rock and roll. But there's so many different, um, what is his name? Bruno Major. He's, uh, okay. he's kind of R&B-ish. I really like him. 
Uh, so, there, so those are two right now that I'm. Oh, mm. um, uh, Lake Street Drive. Uh, Lake Street. Oh, dive. Lake Street Dive. Yes. Right now, I don't know yes. what it is, but I just can't stop listening to their music. Yeah, it's yeah. really speaking to me. Yeah, yeah. That um, I can't think of the lead singer's name, but she is like. Oh, she's. Just I can't. I, voice. I can't even believe the things that she does with her voice. Yeah, yeah. She's really inspirational. Yeah, yeah. Like goosebumps. Yeah. Every time, <laughs> it's fantastic. So it really depends on the mood, but I like all those genres right yeah. now. That's that's cool, and I I feel like all that kind of comes out in your music. Yeah. Like, it's it's all present there. Maybe not the metal so much. Yeah, not, not yet. I haven't seen you play in a while, so maybe that's coming I out. I had got an electric guitar, so maybe we'll amp it uh, up a little bit. Nice, nice. Get your distortion pedals. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe. Not yeah, quite. Yeah. Have you practiced your septic growl? <laughs> I don't think I could do stuff. that very well. No. I'm sure I could if I really wanted to. But... If you practiced, I bet you could. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I probably couldn't perform it, but to listen to... For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, for balance, one one of the things like I do, and it's very important to me, is a spiritual meditation practice. Like I had a, I had a major like spiritual awakening several years ago that really changed my life, and so now I meditate every day. And nice. um, is there anything like that in in your life? Like, what is your relationship with like mystical, spiritual type it. of stuff? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I think I have some witchy blood in there. Is that right? I'm sure there's got to be some somewhere <laughs> down the line, right? Yeah. But. I'm very into that, yeah. yeah. I think that we're just here, and it's more. There's more divine than we really know. Yeah, yeah. And it's kind of speaking through us if you let it. Mm-hmm. But it's in control. So if you really kind of hone into that and listen, mm-hmm. then it'll flow through you and create magic for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's definitely true. Did you grow up with like any religion or spirituality in your life? My mom was Christian. Yeah. Um, my dad was just, you know, whatever he felt like at the yeah. moment. <laughs> he was kind of all over the place. Was he like kind of a searcher in that way? Or? Kind of. He was more, he's more of like a, he's both. It's hard yeah. to say. Um, he's a Gemini. I don't know if that. Okay. Okay. You know, I am too. Okay. So we're very similar in that sense because he has the very logic left brain, but also like the right brain creative so he's very republican so he was Is that right but he was also you know into queen so right, it's right. hard to say yeah <laughs> not yeah. that you can't be but he was definitely both but my mom was christian okay um so she kind of did you go to church and stuff yeah she, she would take us to church yeah um and my grandma they're all very christian very, yeah uh, god-based yeah and i think it's interesting it's, i don't have i think they're all all religions have their own <laughs> Right, right. They all have valid, you know, they're all valid points. Yeah, yeah. Like, and so much of it, it's like they're all kind of talking about the same thing, just using different words. It's the same shit. All of it's the same. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It really is. Right. Just a different name. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's like, since, like, I used to be such, like, an angry atheist type person, (laughs) like, before my spiritual awakening, and then, like, almost overnight, it changed. Um, through the use of uh, magic mushrooms as yeah. it happens. But, you know, <laughs> they can do that. <laughs> yes, yes. So, yeah. And like overnight it changed and it's like, oh yeah, all the, like, like Jesus is cool. Buddha is cool. Yeah, like, they're Muhammad's all, cool. They're all like, great people. Yeah, great yeah. people to live by. Right, right. And they're all like telling us the same message. They're just yeah. using the language of whatever culture they happen to Which be in. Which is beautiful. Yeah, there, I don't yeah. think any of them are wrong, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a few like... But I think that's more man-made that comes into play when it's, yeah. like, a little bit questionable, you know. But. Yeah. Yeah, like when, when human beings start to use the religion for their own yeah. agenda. And, their and own, that'll happen. Yeah. We're humans. We want things to be our own when they're not ours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People like control, you know. Yeah, yeah. So what... 
Do you have any like spiritual practices? Do you meditate uh, like into crystals or anything like that? I do love crystals. Yeah. I have some. Um, and I do just some like personal tarot stuff. Yeah. Just reading. Um, I don't ever talk much about it because people are so skeptical I and I don't want to deal with it. It's not, yeah, their, yeah. it's not their business, you know. Right, right. But I, I do find guidance through those things for mm. sure. Um, in the moon, of course. Yes. <laughs> the moon. In the moon. What is it? So Gemini is your sun sign? Yeah. You said you know your moon and your, your yeah, rising. Yeah, my your moon is a Taurus. Oh. My dad was also Gemini Taurus. Okay. That's um, and my rising is Gemini. Okay. Yeah, I got a lot of Gemini. Wow, wow. You are, wow, I can feel it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I call it sugar and spice. Oh, yeah, Two yeah. sides. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Huh. It's it's interesting. Like, Annie and I have been, like, getting more into astrology lately. She bought, Have you heard of Chani Nicholas, the no. author? She's got a book. Um, yeah, it's probably around here somewhere. Anyway, um, she writes about astrology um, from a, a more modern, mm -hmm. um, inclusive perspective. Um, and it's really great. And I just learned my, like, I've, I've known all along I, my sun sign is Libra, but I mm -hmm. learned, like, um, my moon is in Aquarius oh, and my cool. ascendant is Leo. Oh, Which cool. makes tons of sense mm -hmm. being like a, a more of an introverted person and yet I still want to get on stage yeah. and perform for people because <laughs> you're rising you know it's how others view you and like how you um outwardly portray yourself yeah yeah so that's cool yeah yeah it's such fascinating I'm stuff. so into that anything yeah. that kind of gives sense of self I'm really into yeah yeah have you done like the Myers-Briggs test oh yeah 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 what are you do you know your letters um, <laughs> I think it's probably because I'm Gemini but, yeah. but I always get a 50 50 I'll take it one time oh. and get an eye ENFP and then I'll take it again and get an ENFP. That's Introverted, nice. extroverted. I'm right in the middle 50-50. Wow. That's that's amazing. That is Every exactly, time I take I've taken it like six times. <laughs> wow. That's exactly how it happens with me. Really? Yeah. yeah. Especially like when um, when I was in my 20s, like the EI, it was like 50-50 yeah, exactly every single mm -hmm. time. As I got older, it started shading more toward the I. Uh -huh. And like nowadays, it's like I'm definitely an I. Mm -hmm. But there's sometimes like I take the test occasionally and like, oh, I'm an E today. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know? sometimes you feel when it's like a performance day, you got to be an E. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's like... Yeah, I love this stuff too, as, as you may be able to tell. And it's like, there's so much skepticism about it. And it's like, I know what you mean. It's like, you can't just talk about it yeah, to anybody. Yeah, to any, everybody. Because yeah. they're like too sciencey brained to or like... Or they're just not there. They're not connected. Right, right. Know. And that's fine. They're that's on fine. I don't journeys. expect them to be. Yeah, but yeah. I just, uh, you know, I keep it to myself unless I get into a situation where I can talk about it, which right, I love. Right. So. Yeah, good. That's cool. Yes. This is, you can always come on the Matt Collick Show All podcast right, cool. <laughs> to talk that stuff. Okay. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, if, if you happen to come on again, be prepared with your, your spiritual astrological insights. All right. Hell <laughs> really yeah. All about it. What about, uh, have you done like the Enneagram or anything else like that? I'm sure. I think yeah. I did. I don't remember it all, but um, I just love personality tests. Like I said, anything that gives yeah. sense of self is super intriguing. Yeah, yeah. And like, God, self-awareness is so important. Yeah. It's like almost as important as hydration, I would uh, say. It's probably <laughs> definitely equal. Yeah. It's yeah. got to be because that's what makes movement. Right, right. Okay. So what, um, you recorded these songs over the summer? Yeah. Oh, where did I go? I don't remember. September. September. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. So when can we expect to see Kira Holt's music out in the I world? I want it out. And it's just, it's really hard to keep up with everything. But where know? is it? Where are you at in the process now? I have, they're mostly done. Mm -hmm. I have to retrack vocals for one of the songs. Um, 
but I, they're, just, they're done. It's pretty yeah. much done. I just, it's really hard because this will be my first um, album that I actually finally show people uh-huh. um, other than just performing around town for years. Mm-hmm. So anyone that sees me perform, they know what I have to offer. Yeah. But it's kind of just like being naked in front of the whole world because it's my music and it's everything yeah. that I, I hold it so dear. And I know it's just a song, but mm-hmm. they're very important to me. So yeah. hopefully soon. Um, I'll set it by the end of uh, February. Okay. That's very exciting. In February. Yeah. Okay. Myself. Okay. What um, you recorded? These are with your band or with other musicians? This one's actually just all me. Oh, it's so just it's all you. Okay. A, we were gonna add some kind of other, you know, percussion, other sounds, but I think it needs to just be raw. Okay. So it's just guitar and vocals. Just guitar and vocals. Just an okay. acoustic album. Okay. Did you like multi-track guitars, or is it just like one guitar, one some voice? Some of the songs. Some songs were kind of. But it's mostly just one one for everything, just bare minimum. Okay. Yeah, I think the only one that we did was one song. We kind of double panned the guitar. Okay. With different tracks just of the to same kind of make sound. It yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's yeah. a song for that for sure. Yeah. Okay. And your vocals, did you do any like double tracking or harmony or anything like that? No, I was like going that? to. I really wanted to, but for yeah. some reason I didn't feel like I should. Yeah, yeah. Not yet. Because yeah. I can repurpose all of those songs later if I wanted to, but that's I think true. that just the bare core of them needs to be heard first. Because mm-hmm. that's kind of the meaning of the songs anyways. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's, yeah, I love that. That's, that's an idea I keep coming back to too with my songs. Like mm-hmm. since I've been like performing them, just me and my guitar, yeah. like I feel like I should document that yeah. somehow, but it's like, God, it's so hard to take it from the performance stage into my house where I want to get a good take exactly. in the middle of the afternoon when... You know, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's a, lot. a weekday or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's just finally letting it go. That's yeah. the big one. Yeah. And not tweaking little, like one little blip in the voice. Like it should just be natural and raw. Yeah. So I should just do it. Yeah, yeah. And like some of those things that are mistakes are like, those are the things that add exactly. character to the you know. And like, if you see it as an imperfection, it could actually give it so much more meaning and depth because right. of... The meaning of the songs, you yeah, know, yeah. they're not meant to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I agree completely. It reminds me like sometimes it's, I'm more impressed when somebody like attempts to go for something and fails <laughs> yeah. than if they like just don't attempt to do anything yeah, special at all. That's true. You know, that's or even, true. even if they attempt it and pull it off, it's like, yeah. you know, that's not as impressive as like a, like an epic fail or like, I'm going to try to do this lick on the guitar. Between yeah. Like whatever. It makes it more human. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. And it's like so much more relatable. Like, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I do that too. <laughs> I yeah. try to do all this stuff with music. too. <laughs> and yeah. So what, um, all right. Music possibly coming out this month. Yes. Um, what, what else is going on in the world of Kira Holt? Do you have a, a website or anything like that? Or Soon. Like, you're kind of just getting started with all this, huh? Yeah. Well, you know, it's I keep I go through phases yeah. where I'm really into it and really trying. Social media is really hard for me. I don't know if it was because I'm not born in this generation or something. <laughs> Who knows? It's just so weird to me that we have to. But it's very important in today's yeah. day and age to make a presence. Yeah. So I know that that's important in order to move to the next step. So I'm working on that yeah. website, more active on you know all of the things. When you think about like that side of <laughs> the music stuff, like the business side and the social media and the marketing and like all that, how does that make you feel? I don't like it. <laughs> no. I don't like it. If I had enough uh, 
money, I'd probably just hire someone to do it for yeah. me eventually. Because it's so, people have talent there. I, mm -hmm. I just want to show up and make the music, you know? Yes. Show up and sing and leave. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh -huh. Yeah. That's exactly how I feel, too. Like, I um, recently just kind of eliminated Facebook from my life. Yeah. I, I still post there if I've written a blog post or, or whatever, but I post using a third-party app mm. where I can post to Twitter at the same time. Oh, and, cool. Like, I just found myself, like, not enjoying life because I was on social media yeah, so much. Yeah, and it's and, hard to find because it's necessary mm -hmm. and it has to be used in order to progress with yeah. your music career. But it's also can be so just like overbearing and mm -hmm. dark. Yeah, yeah. Know? And it's when you have creative minds like us, mm -hmm. it can be really hard to find the balance between yeah. those things. Yeah, and it's, yeah, one of the, the things I've been trying to do anyway is like, using social media as more of a creative outlet and mm -hmm. not like like trying to market myself yeah. so much and it's that's hard too it's hard to find the the middle ground yeah yeah it's like how do i be as productive as possible on social media without getting lost in it yeah yeah it's like a giant ocean right right you just go out there with a boat and hope for the best but. yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's exactly how it is yeah yeah, yeah. So yeah, this I've been yeah off Facebook, sticking to Twitter and Instagram, yeah. and just kind of posting when I feel like it, mm -hmm. versus like oh I have to promote this or that or whatever. So, yeah, yeah, it's so expected of me, you know. Mm -hmm. I see people, I run into people, they're like, oh, you're, I haven't seen you post, and, <sighs> and I'm like, I know, and my generation is so yeah, they're so like demanding of it, you know. They all them. The way they socialize is social media. Nobody just goes and gets lunch hardly ever yeah. anymore, you know? Yeah. Or just hangs out. It's all like, oh, I wonder what she's doing. She's not posting, but nobody asks, you know? They right, just expect right. to look on your social media. Yeah, yeah. So, it's frustrating. It's very demanding. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is. They're just... And it, yeah, it's like you don't exist if you aren't broadcasting on social and media. people forget about you. Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh yeah, that one girl that does that music. What's she, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, you have yeah. to keep yourself relevant, right? All the time. Yeah, I don't want to have to prove my relevance, you know? Right, right. Can I just make my music and have people like it? Mm -hmm. Yes, <laughs> yes. Amen, amen. Yeah, yeah. It, it sucks having to do all that stuff. Like, I wish like it would just be like I remember the days I've been I've been talking to people about this a lot, like complaining about how in the old days. Listen to me. Get off my lawn. All that. In the old days, like we used to have websites, and we would go to like people's websites, and yeah. everybody would have their own like cool thing going on. And now it's like everybody's just on Facebook and There's like Instagram, and like you have corporations like curating the entire internet for you. And it's all algorithm based mm -hmm. too, so it's it's harder. It's all controlled. Right, right. I don't do well with control. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I hear I hear you. Like I, I definitely want to hire somebody to just that would take be care great. of that stuff. Ideally. Music manager. Yeah. That would be so cool. Absolutely. If anyone's out there listening, yeah. looking for a manager. Right, right. Somebody who can take us both on, ideally. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> great. Book gigs for me. Right. Show, like, you know, I'll just yeah. show up and sing. And, like, somebody who actually gets the music, yeah. gets the art, and, and knows how like, to market It's like you. collaborating with other musicians. Totally. They have to know what your goal is and what your what place you're coming from. Yeah. They'll not take advantage of it and try and make you something you're not. You know, they yeah, really have yeah. to get it. So that's going to be hard too, but you know, in the future. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure, it'll happen. It'll happen. So, what do you think happens after we die? <laughs> I don't know. Sing. Maybe we're born again. Yeah. Um. I think 
it's hard to say. A reincarnation is probably a thing, right? Yeah. So maybe we do that. I think maybe depending on how you live your life and uh, the choices you make yeah. changes the outcome. Yeah. Because it's hard to believe that we all go to the same place or one of two places, mm-hmm. you know? Or do we go anywhere? Right. Is it just an abyss? That's boring to think, you know, and it sad. Is. Right, right. And it doesn't seem like, like all the evidence, like everything we see around us, just it, it seems to me like, like the meaning of life is about creation and constant like, like rebirth and reinvention. Everything. And like it seems to me like that's evidence that what happens after we die must be something like that too. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, right? <laughs> Maybe our, the essence of our soul is just dispersed into all of the different mm-hmm. things like clouds and trees and yeah, yeah. all of other areas of nature. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I like to think of it too. Like like one of us is just a wave, and then when we die, we just crash back into the ocean. Yeah, and like we just become become everything. The everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Have you had any like drug induced or not mystical experiences? Where, <laughs> Absolutely. Where, yeah, yeah. <laughs> drug induced and not. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Same. Same. Um. For sure. Yeah. Some really interesting experiences. Yeah. Uh, not that I, you know, of course. I medically smoke weed, mm-hmm. and I Same. love it. It's yes. the best. Yes, yes. I, um, I just got my card in November good. for the first time. I need to renew mine. Oh, yeah. It's been a while. Um, but that's always been something that's helped me. Yeah. And it's it's it can be recreational, but mm-hmm. for, for my mind, I've realized it really helps keep everything centered. Yeah. Which is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally, totally. It's like, yeah, I, I use cannabis, like, yeah. <laughs> pretty regularly important. myself. Yeah, yeah. Especially for a creative person, like... I, f- I feel like people don't really understand, like, the relationship. Like, yeah, I'm like, sure it's just the stigma. Mm-hmm. The stigma will always be there somehow. Yeah, yeah. But I don't really have patience to fight the stigma. Yeah. I'm just going to do what I'm going to do, and mm-hmm. people can do what they're going to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, like, everybody's on drugs. Everybody's using some kind of drug, right? Yeah, right. So it might as well be something. I mean, if it's helping you, sure. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. You yeah. do you. I'm going to do me over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally, totally. So, yeah, like, especially, like, for, like, opening up to, like, the universe and, like, ideas and getting out of your own mm-hmm. head, like, using cannabis, like, God, that's so important. And, like, finding mm-hmm. sort of the, it helps with, like, getting into a groove. To, it definitely like, does. You know? I feel like for me, it's almost like just the pressure of society, yeah. expectations from social media. Mm-hmm. It kind of creates, like, a veil in front of your eyes. So when you're able to recenter yourself in any way mm-hmm. like smoking cannabis it helps kind of just lift that veil so you can actually see again yeah and all psychedelics i feel like do that for sure yeah they kind of just open your eyes again yeah, yeah. just removes the lens you know yeah it's good yeah i have a a, a regular psychedelic practice with with mushrooms too cool. yeah yeah and that I would went... be nice i think it would help me yeah because microdosing you know mm-hmm. i i was doing that for like a week oh yeah um, like a couple days on, a couple days off. Yeah. Just a little bit, not enough to get any psychoactive exactly. effects. So I can still work. I can still do all my things. Mm-hmm. But it just really helps brighten everything. Yeah. You know, maybe that's why I see yellow more right now. That's, I bet that has something <laughs> to do with it. I bet it does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a thing I do too is, is the microdosing. And it's, yeah, it's just like a little, little just enough boost. Yeah. Serotonin enhancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just kind yeah, of help. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like sub-perceptual, which is like how a microdose should be. Mm-hmm. Like, you shouldn't be all tripping out or whatever. Yeah, and I don't like, want to do that all the time. Right, you know? totally. <laughs> like, it's not the right time or place for that most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, I had a 
I had like a major experience like about a month ago where I like went really deep and kept myself in darkness in the bed and like yeah. worked through so much shit I get and that. sweated so much stuff out and like God, it's, I, I can't imagine like doing what I'm doing without that kind of yeah. practice in my life. You know, I can see the importance. Yeah. And it's really just, it's all about connecting with the one and like dropping all those fears. And yeah. Like, what, what are some of your biggest fears in life? Would you say um, like what, myself? What yeah, your fear. Yeah, my, myself is my biggest fear for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm the only person that really has a say. So if I'm not doing it, it's my fault. <laughs> mm. So it's really just me that's holding me back. I'm my biggest fear for sure. Yeah. Um, I also really don't like, uh, I don't know why this scares me so much, but yeah. falling into like uh, ice. Like a, you know, like a lake, frozen over lake or something, falling in a hole and like not being able to get out. That thought freaks me out more than anything. I don't know what it is. That is, that is awfully terrifying. Like you're terrifying. looking for the hole and like, you know. And yeah, you're just. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, but I feel like I can definitely make myself feel like that too. So it's probably the same fear. <laughs> right, right. Are you able to kind of forgive yourself and be gentle with yourself? Yeah, and... it's important too. Yeah. But it's not easy all the time. That's yeah. why meditation and kind of like the doing the little things like creating, resetting yourself in any way that you can helps. Yeah. Cause it's like, it's not, you're doing your best kind of. And when mm -hmm. you're not like try harder. <laughs> yeah. 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 What's your biggest fear? Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I have this theory that all fears are just like children of one big fear. And the big fear is the fear of death. Yeah. Like I feel like every fear really comes from the fear of death. And hmm. so like, it's just the fear of death, but like my spiritual practice kind of helps me not be afraid of dying. Yeah. Like I used to be, the way I describe it is I, I used to be, I wanted to die. I didn't want to live anymore, but I was afraid to die. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, I want to live and I'm not afraid to die. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> you, good. you know, so like, yeah. It, but to answer the question more directly, it's, it's myself too. Like, can I actually make myself do the things I need to do yeah. to like achieve the goals I have for myself? Fear like, of failure. Right. Right. Yeah. And I fear like, man, I'm working on this album and putting out this music soon. And like, what if people are like, eh, whatever. Or, yeah. <laughs> you know? It's just letting that go. Cause yeah. it, it literally does not. Mm -hmm. fucking matter at all it doesn't yeah. matter yeah because it's not for them it's for the people that are gonna hear it and mm -hmm. listen the one person that it could change forever mm -hmm. yeah. is enough for me yeah totally and it's i i think it's about like the process of just doing it like without thinking about what the end yeah. result ought to be because it's, it's just... necessary it's drinking water for us mm -hmm. and yeah. it's it's beyond us it's a divine like almost expectation yeah. from some higher sense. Like we need to do this because it's our gift and we were given it to share. So yeah. it's not about anyone <laughs> yeah, yeah. or ourselves really. Yeah. It's just about what and will come from it. Baby yeah. steps, you know? Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Good shit, Kira Holt. Good Hell shit. Yeah. Good shit. <laughs> On stuff. So where can people find you? Uh, and learn more about your music and what you have going on in your life. Um, I'd probably say I try to keep it to one platform because yeah. it's so hard for me. So Instagram's usually the best way. Okay. Um, Kira A. Holt. It's not A. Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get it confused. A. Holt, my last name. My middle name is Arteaga, so Kira A. Holt. Ah, okay. Instagram. So K-I-R-A. 
A H O L T. That's it. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And I'm kind of just gonna try and keep it consistently on all platforms with that, or just Kira Holt, you know, yeah. Kira Holt music. Okay, know, so if, if somebody goes to Google and types in Kira Holt, yeah, they're they'll, they'll to find, find something. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Actually, I've never Googled myself. No. Maybe I should try. <laughs> no, no, don't, don't you ever, don't you <laughs> ever bad. do that, Kira. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Anything else? Um, just uh, um. I don't know. Mutual love to everybody. Amen. Yes. We're all fighting for the same cause. Yes. Stay focused. Help each other. Yes. <laughs> Words to live by from yeah. Kira Holt, everybody. Thank you. Therapy with me. Yes, yes. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yes, thank it's you, been Kira. Fun. This was great. This was great. All right. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.
was beautiful wasn't it that was yellow skies by kira holt uh and prior to that was my interview with kira holt i don't know if i mentioned this this uh, the interview was uh, conducted back in february early february um things have changed quite a bit since then have they but boy the uh, kira's message at the end of the podcast we're all in this together love support each other uh, she knows some things she knows some things uh i think i know some things too but she definitely knows some things Boy, I sure hope you enjoyed the interview with Kira Holt. Again, follow her on Instagram. She is Kira A. Holt on Instagram. That's at K-I-R-A-A-H-O-L-T. Um, you guys, this has been great. Thank you again for tuning in. Please uh, listen to the other episodes. If you dug what happened on this episode, I'm sure you'll like what's happening on the others. Uh, support me by going to my website, mattkolick.com. That's M-A-T-T-K-O-L-L-O-C-K.com. There you can sign up for my email list. Uh, be sure to stay up to date on all the stuff that's happening in this world. Uh, what else? Uh, yeah, check out the blog over there. Check out the songs from Quarantine Number 4. Uh, let's see. Support me on Patreon, patreon.com slash Matt Colick. Uh, there's cool stuff available over there for subscribers. And uh, yeah, I guess that's all I got. I have no idea what the next episode is going to be all about. Probably just uh, me on the mic chit-chatting with you. Uh, hopefully we get some listener mail and correspondence coming in. That would be great. That would uh, that would uh, help me fill an episode. Uh, so if you want to contribute to that cause, send me an email. I am matt at mattcolic.com. All right. Uh, yeah. Listen to me on Spotify. Follow me. Uh, do, do all that stuff you're supposed to do. Uh, rate and review the episode on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, tell all your friends. Okay. Uh, let's see. I, I guess that's, that's, uh, that's truly all I have. I've rambled for too long. Friends, I love you. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time here on The Matt Collick Show. Bye-bye.